Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Such is the plight of life, such is the pace of Formula One and our lives that sometimes we just don't stop enough and value it. And, and there are these instances in life that remind us of who we are and what we should be and how we should value it. My name is Arjun Rishi Kapoor, Kunal Shah, standing opposite me across the table. And, and together we want to tell you that uh, Formula One is a very, very fast sport. And sometimes we fail to realize how much safety uh, goes into making these cars and, and how much testing goes into it and how many people actually try very hard to keep the Formula One drivers and, and personnel safe. And one of them yesterday lost his life. Uh, a marshal, a trackside from the circuit Gilles Villeneuve, at the end of the race while recovering a car, actually lost his life. So here's a little prayer, a little condolence to all his family. And uh, I believe we should start valuing these people a little more, just as we value Formula One a lot. Kunal, uh, it's, it's just sad no, when such a thing happens. Yes, it's extremely sad. I mean, if you go to any of these circuits and you see the marshals, hmm. they're actually volunteer marshals. Okay? In Correct. fact, there is a marshal who is an Indian who is very good friends with me now. And when you hear their stories, they are actually doing this only for the passion of the sport. Okay, they they are not doing this because this involves multi-million dollars that the drivers get to drive those cars. Mm -hmm. They are not doing this because, you know, it's the glamour associated. They are doing it absolutely for the pure love of motorsport. And this is for all those people who do it out of love. And because we love the sport so much, this is for you guys. Thank you. Thank you for being you. And Gunal, uh, coming back to Inside Line, uh, a race yesterday that we were really looking forward to. Not purely out of the tyre management and the tyre saga, but generally out of entertainment because Montreal is a superb track. Yes, there is something about Canada and the Gilles de Villeneuve circuit, isn't it? I, I think sometimes I also overdo and say there is something always about anything that's called Villeneuve. Okay. <laughs> but there is something about the Canadian Grand Prix. Yes, it is. And and, and it's it's not a very idealistic track. It's a start-stop circuit with a beautiful hairpin, a hairpin, a long straight and the wall of champions. But it just somehow has the chemistry of a great race. And did we get one yesterday? Was it entertaining? I had an amazing time. Mm -hmm. For me, it was uh, not too much of entertainment because, you know, entertainment purely is not what I look at. Correct. But I think we had some really classical racing. Okay. For the first time in lots of races that I can remember, uh -huh. we've had a race which hasn't been overtly influenced by the Pirelli tyres. Correct. Or by the DRS wing. Fab answer. Okay. I'll just continue with that answer. Correct. Okay. But the what I really liked is the DRS wing in specifics. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've hated it because I always believe and you know that driving it's cooked should racing, be, yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> uh, it allowed the car behind to come up close to the driver in front or the mm. car in front. Mm. But it wasn't like a button which you just press and zoom past. Okay. So we really saw drivers uh, attacking and defending in the race which we've not seen. I, I can't even remember when I saw good defensive uh, driving last. Okay. 
except for monaco but <laughs> kudos i really liked the race yesterday yes that's true and it's not a very small drs zone we're talking about and they're two back to back so it's it's really important that formula 1 stays formula 1 racing stays racing without the help of these buttons and if there was a button that one could use jensen would have that button <laughs> because he really mclaren is just dismal yes it was dismal it was abysmal i have I have no idea what they're up to. I don't think they have much of an idea what they're up to <laughs> as well. Okay, they've broken some 64, 65 or 67 race record wins or race records of consecutive points finishes. Okay, and Sergio is outshining uh, Jenson Button. So I think uh, lots of things in the McLaren camp are not looking all that good. <laughs> yeah, firstly, I I think I'm really happy for Sergio because McLaren knows that this year's championships are their way. Why not let Sergio do his harakiri moves and and at least prove a point that he was a right yeah, higher. Yeah, I mean you know Jensen's a mature driver. I really like him. Very stable, <laughs> head on shoulders. And Perez is like this guy who's this wacko kid. You know, just like Hamilton was when he came in. Correct. And he'll bang into anything that comes in his way, and he'll ride the curves hard. And you know, he'll he'll play hard. And I I think it's it's a good combination. Correct. But what I don't understand is why the McLaren is so bad. Because I'll give you an example of comparison. Adrian Sutil had a spin in the beginning, had a little bit of a crash, a penalty. He was losing performance through the race and still came in the points. And and <laughs> McLaren's did not. I mean, that's just that's not because the McLarens are bad. That's because the Sahara Force India VJMO six is really good. <laughs> that's a true Indian. That's a fan. That's a fan, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm a fan of Paul De Resta. He for me is the driver of the day because he could just make those hard tires work 53 laps. Yes, he did an amazing strategy. He outdrove his tire strategy in my view. How? Okay. And Adrian Sutil would have almost won the driver of the day had he not had that spin because I would have reckoned he'd have probably been in top six, top five, possibly as well. Correct. We were just trying to uh, tackle the number game, and we just thought he would have come really close to Nico. Or would have overtaken him, but Nico. Yeah. I I don't know what they were doing with this strategy because Lewis did a soft, hard, hard, and or soft, medium, medium. If I'm you're thinking. the man for all of this, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 suddenly they shifted Nico's strategy and it just looked. idiotic yeah. but i'll i'll just go back to your point uh, on the numbers mm-hmm. okay i'm sure you also know this and it was sara force in his 100th grand prix Woo-hoo. and he scored a double points finish Woo-hoo. and it was an amazing grand prix <laughs> <laughs> okay then one man who had an amazing grand prix name sebastian vettel gets the best out of the tires in the car every time I, i'm not a big fan of this man but you cannot uh, disagree with the fact that Right now, after Michael Schumacher, the best guy to develop a car and get the best out of his, he's looking like uh, Vettel. I think it's time to stop calling him Baby Schumi and call him Schumi. Ah, <laughs> ah, well, another man who did a Schumi was Kimi Raikkonen. Indeed, he's equaled some twenty-four points finishes, etc. So again, the the Canadian Grand Prix has thrown a lot of statistics, historical data, etc., etc. to us, and he'll keep <laughs> jumping. So the other one, of course, is that Paul de Resta equaled his. personal best of five consecutive points finishes okay and nobody would have thought starting p17 that he would have gone up to p7 no but uh, i really think kimi's effort is is magnum and he is had a brilliant come magnum you mean the ice bar that <laughs> the ice cream bar he likes <laughs> <laughs> no but i think michael's effort was better because during michael's time there were only six point finishers Correct. and during kimi's time there are uh, 10 right. Well, let me put it this way: anything that Michael does is always better than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what happened to Kimi and Lotus, and and they just look so tired and retired and disgusting. You know, when I hear these rumors of Kimi Raikkonen wanting to move to another team, 
I think it's somewhere down to the fact that he knows that Lotus have a good car, they have a good bunch of talented people in my view. Okay, mm. but they somehow don't have the attitude of wanting to win a world championship. Absolutely. They're probably happy being in the top 3, top 2 fighting for wins etc but they don't have they don't have the Christian Horner, Adrian Newey, Helmut Marko kind of mix where they are going all out guns blazing for a world championship title. So you can't be giving Kimi a car that is doing ninth when he's actually capable of winning races and and he was second in the championship yeah he stuff. lost his, uh, he lost second place to fernando alonso who also had a brilliant race i'd say yes he was overtaking very well clean race uh, very nicely managed his pace people do wonder if he was higher up the order in qualifying he would have challenged for the win i don't think so but he would have been really close it would have been close 15 seconds is all that they were adrift and i really have a feeling he, if he was higher up in qualifying you never know knowing alonso you never know yes you never know what alonso is up to a man who really really uh, did a little bit of an alonso on his teammate was john eric wern because he just he just was shining i think it's now time that john eric wern has realized that if he really wants to make it big in formula 1 he has to take mark webber's seat which is probably going to get vacant next season and i would really love to see Vern versus Ricciardo gunning for that seat. I mean, two teammates fighting for the Red Bull Racing's uh, second seat. I think it'll be a really good time to see them fight all the way through. Yeah, that's funny, man. Jeb has a hair problem. Ricciardo has braces in his teeth. <laughs> But they're both fantastic drivers, in my opinion. Now, before I wrap up this Grand Prix for you, uh, Kunal actually has come back with a very interesting statistic, and uh, he he he's actually the PR man. He's actually the businessman. <laughs> I'm going to give it to him. Kunal, what is it? So this time we're going to discuss the Forbes highest paid athletes list that came out, uh, you know, just before the Canadian Grand Prix. Okay. I know two people who didn't make that list. Who is? You and me. <laughs> <laughs> which one of us is the athlete and which one of us is well paid? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm seriously not. I'm sitting right now. He's standing. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it was a very interesting list because yes. Tiger would stop the list. Ooh. Okay. He highest number of uh, highest wages and highest endorsements. Okay. Uh, funnily. Uh, we had only three Formula One drivers who made it to top three. Mm-hmm. Okay, for a sport which is really billion, two billion dollars is what they spend annually. Correct. To have only two drivers make it to uh, three drivers make it to the top hundred is a slight off number. So mm-hmm. we only had Alonso, mm-hmm. uh, who was I think nineteenth. Hamilton who was twenty sixth, mm-hmm. and Vettel who surprisingly, while he has three world titles, was only eighty ninth in the list. Oh, that's okay. Vettel is underpaid. Yeah. <laughs> probably going to go and renegotiate his salaries for next <laughs> next uh, next season i think he'll be doing that with ferrari yeah he'll probably do that with ferrari <laughs> but you know interestingly uh, these drivers made it to the list purely on basis that they were paid a very high salary so alonso makes about 28 million dollars 30 million dollars a year mm-hmm. from ferrari but his personal endorsements were not more than 2 to 3 million dollars that's really just because michael made a lot of fortune out of that yes and I don't know if this is a trend, but is it because brands don't really see Formula One drivers as brand ambassadors? That's really sad. Yeah, that would be sad. I mean, we had people who, you know, I don't even follow basketball or baseball, but mm-hmm. I think some 30 guys, you know, who play basketball on baseball, which is probably only played in one continent, mm-hmm. made it to the top hundred list. So maybe it's 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 a little it's a little rethink that Formula One drivers need to do about their brand positioning. That's really really bad because hey, why can't we have like a James Hunt uh, jockey or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or a Kimi Raikkonen Magnum bar. Yes, we absolutely need that, and we are. But there why don't we do this? So next time we have a three-week break, uh-huh. why don't we try and come up with ideas like this? We can invite a few from our listeners as well. Absolutely. And licensed products of Formula One drivers. We'll see if we can go and sell it and make some bucks as well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the money is, let it come. 
Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor get together at the inside line and uh, next up the next uh, podcast has to be uh, featuring the Mecca and Medina of racing that is Silverstone the circuit coming up the pre Silverstone pre British Grand Prix podcast coming up drive safe good afternoon would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie oh sure mm that's very good I- i'll just take one more just to be sure yep still very good some things never change like never being able to take just one free sample and geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance mm it, is that macadamia nut i taste let me take one more sir mm. yeah i thought so 15 minutes could save you 15% or more